just Brush about that. up your Shakespeare. Hello and welcome to Hug and a High Five. It's a mom and daughter podcast journal. I'm Ingrid, I'm the daughter. And I'm Vicky, I'm the mom. I'm trying to figure out how to be an adult. I'm trying to figure out how to parent an adult and live as an adult who is more than a parent. I live in New York City. And I live in Los Angeles. And this is Hug and a High Five. Mama, can you hear my roommate behind me or no? Okay, good. She's on the phone. I am at home as usual for these, and my roommate is at home too, living together in a small apartment. <laughs> but you have your own room, and your room keeps getting fancier every time I see it. So now you have a desk, and you have your chair, your comfy chair pulled up to your desk, and it looks like you have a pillow on it, but that's just an ordinary pillow, right? It's my bed pillow. My best friend, Sierra, is a seamstress and costumer, and so I've asked her to make me a throw pillow. But I'm still waiting for it, so I've dutifully not gotten another pillow. <laughs> but you added a pretty bright-colored pink rug to your room. We've had some funny fiascos because I uh, ordered everything from Amazon and then neglected to realize that my college address was still... The uh, primary address. Yeah, it was still the like default address for Amazon. So mm-hmm. everything got sent to Tennessee, which of course I didn't realize until it was sent there because I looked around two weeks later and was like, where is my stuff? So. And then graciously, people in Tennessee sent it to California. Oh my goodness. I expected to just, I actually called one of my friends still in college and said, hey, Ashley, do you want a free rug? Because I called Amazon. And uh-huh. they were really gracious about it and just sent me another set of things to New York. Oh, they did? Yeah. So you got two sets? So now I have two pink rugs. <laughs> you want to pack one up and bring it here? Maybe somebody in California wants one. That's a good idea. Dad said maybe I could put them side by side, but it doesn't really make sense to have one under my desk. Uh, and it wouldn't quite lay flat. I'll just bring it home with me. So they didn't charge you again? No. I totally expected there to be all these fees. They, they was like, just this time, you know. Well, Maybe it's because they're moving to Long Island City and they, they realized you'd be neighbors and they might run into you. Whatever it is, I'm happy for it. <laughs> all right. Well, that's good. I'm glad you got your things. I didn't know there was more than a pink rug in the box. Was there more than a pink rug in the box? No, no. I I just got the second one yesterday. They wow, they came. That's hilarious. I know. Well, what other adventures have you had since we talked on a hug and a high five in Long Island City? I've done a, a few acting things, less than I want to have said to be able to have done, um, and more teaching things because it's the end of the semester, which means Christmas concerts and Christmassy mm. things at school. So just last night, we had the middle school Christmas concert for the school that I work at. I teach dance there. And so they had their dance performance. They danced one jazz dance, one hip-hop dance that I choreographed for them. Mm-hmm. And then three other dances that they just were like, I want to do more things. So they had one kind of medley of solos where they each jumped in and did a part. Hmm. And then two other girls, well, three other girls, two did a duet and one did a solo just of their own accord. And we popped them in there. So they did a great job. 
That's good. Yeah. How long was the concert? Well, a good two was hours. It, two, it was, was one of those things where, like, the like, the administration doesn't have a backbone about it, and so it was it all grows. of the elective classes, and then oh. whoever else wanted to. It's oh, a little so bit of a talent show. Yeah. Thankfully, wow. they asked for people ahead of time, so it wasn't as painful as I might have expected. <laughs> but we still had, like, the one kid who was a concert pianist at the age of 12 who did something. And then the next two kids that came up and did a duet of Heart and Soul on the keyboard. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. Oh, middle school. That's nice. Well, at least they had the, the gumption to get up. That's good. Yeah. And you know what? And for that regard, it's good that they're splitting it up into such, like, fine grades. So you only had junior high last night and then... You're only going to have elementary school and you'll only have high school. So it exactly. Won't be it's three a, different shows, a, a which I think is ridiculous, content. but yeah. otherwise it would be six hours long. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's good. That works. Yep. So it And the acting thing you did, you got to practice your Shakespeare, brush up on your Shakespeare. I believe there's a brush song about that. up your Shakespeare. Thank you, Cole Porter. Um, <laughs> that song should be covered a lot more than it is, I think. Well, we get so many. I, I get a kick out of you. Cow, tow. Yes. How many songs are there where you hear the word cow, tow? And how many people had to look up what cow, tow mm-hmm. means before they could sing it authentically? Probably most of them. Speaking of which, I, think, I looked up other Shakespeare words. Actually, is it is cow, tow actually a word in Chinese? In Chinese, you think that's where it comes from? Well, where do you think it comes from? I have no idea. Cow, tow. Yeah, how do you it even means spell to it? bow. Kowtow, K-O-W-T-O-W. I'm looking it up. She didn't have to kowtow to a boss. An act of excessive subservient manner. Okay, I'm going to guess it's either Chinese or Japanese. Well done. I think... I think it's Chinese. You're right. Historical. To kneel and touch the ground with the forehead in worship or submission as part of Chinese custom. Woohoo! I can't believe you've been singing that song and you didn't really know what kowtow means. I am guilty as charged. Well, good job, Cole Porter, for being so international in your lyrics. Yes, in 1930-whatever. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it rhymes. And it, it does. And it's spelled K-O-W-T-O-W? Yep. I wonder how they actually pronounce it in Chinese. That's a great question. Do you have the, the Google Pronounce Translate? Chinese... It's Google Translate, right? Pronunciation. Kowtow. <laughs> Kowtow. That's what it. That's what it sounds like in my headphones. Sounds good. So yes, I did. I brushed up on my Shakespeare, because the one acting thing that I did was, um, join an acting troupe slash class, of sorts. Fun. Yeah, it's the Simon Studios by uh, Roger Simon. Who went to Yale acting school uh, and has had a lifetime of different kinds of acting experience. And he leads this group on Tuesdays and Saturdays uh, at the Drama Bookshop, which is a very fun place to study. Mm-hmm. We'll do, he said we study mostly kind of the classics and then intersperse mm-hmm. scenes and um, monologues from uh, modern day and TV and we often do 
just like filmed rehearsals or filmed run throughs and all of those are sent to us to become part of our reels, which is huge. Mm-hmm. So this fall semester, which I missed, it was Shakespeare. And mm. the spring, they do other like Chekhov and Tennessee Williams and other kind of classics, but slightly more contemporary pieces. Okay. So I've only had one class so far, but they've all been very welcoming of me. Um, there's about 30 people in the mm-hmm. class, all ages. And all ages meaning like I'm the youngest and then it gets older. So not all ages. <laughs> um, and uh, so I've only had one class, but they're including me right away. So we have a class with an agent coming in um, on Saturday, which is a great opportunity. Um, they have another kind of show for the public, which I actually can't go to because it's the same night as the high school show. But the idea that I'll be in a group of artists that will become friends of mine um, with periodic performances is uh, mm-hmm. very hopeful for me. But it sounds exciting. I hear a lot of energy in your voice around that. And um, just when you first talked about it, after you went, you were so much energy in your voice being with uh, actor people again and having critiques and sharing your work it's kind of crazy how much of a difference it makes because I am with lots of people that I enjoy and I love my church group and all these people but I've noticed that I really really miss actually really nerdy talks about music because I might have mentioned that on our podcast before just because all Mm -hmm. my best friends in college were classical music majors they were all opera singers and you know and I dated an opera singer for two years like this is all that I slept and breathed so Uh and now having literally no one that I talk to about that Mm. I like soak Mm. it up when I'm talking to my friend Rachel who's a music teacher now who I lived with Mm. last year but it it was my whole world and so it's a huge hole in my like emotional and and well-being as far as like what I care about and what I'm passionate about and Hmm. um I hope that this acting group will fill a bit of that void even though it's acting and not music that's really great that's a start yeah that's what you went to New York to be part of right so this Saturday is that acting class and I'm I'm working on Viola's famous ring speech from Twelfth Night and my favorite monologue that I've worked on for years which is from Collected Stories by Donald Margulies. And I'm going to sing part of my house. Okay, give us a little taste. Give us impromptu little taste. Uh, Three sentences of Viola. I left no ring with her. What means this lady? Fortune forbid my outside have not charmed her. She made good view of me. Indeed, so much that, as me thought, her eyes had lost her tongue. For she did speak in starts distractedly. She loves me, sure. The cunning of her passion invites me in this churlish messenger. None of my lord's ring. Why, he gave her none. I am the man. There you go. Ba ba ba. Bravo. Clap 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 clap. <laughs> that is fun. Good job. I love to hear Shakespeare when people speak it, yeah. when they understand it. Because it's a big difference. It's so much I had to look up the word to churlish today. Churlish or churlish? Churlish. C-H-U-R-L-I-S-H. What does that mean? Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Uh, it's British, I'm guessing. 
churlish is like um like turned stomach sour yeah 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 it's uh mean-spirited rude so i guess like a sour personality all right all right we'll get our heads together the english major and the theater major yes you say the it's words a great combination, and i will truthfully. define them for you yes Sounds great. And in another episode of Hug and a High Five, we only define things. <laughs> That's good. Country of origin. I won't always spell them because <laughs> spelling is difficult. But maybe if I jump rope, I'll be able to do it. There you go. Spelling bee. Akila and the bee. Well, that's that's exciting. Yep. And you got your stitches out of your hand, right? I did. You know, it's funny. I went to the doc. I, I said that I'd go to the doctor like seven days in a row and I just didn't. And then I went to the doctor one day and then I didn't have time to actually get in before I had to catch a ferry. But they just started falling out. So I just took them out myself. Oh, did you ever go back to oh, the doctor? That's okay. Nope. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> but I Did went- you show the doctor in our family? Um, he was already in Chile. Oh, man. But I talked to Maria, my cousin, when I went to visit her over the ferry. <laughs> and she was like, oh, yeah, I've taken out stitches myself, too. And I was like, okay, so it's going to be fine? She said, yeah, it'll be fine. Well, they used to design stitches back in the day that would fall out. So that that seems cool. It seems like your skin must have healed properly if they were falling out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There were only, I mean, even when I went to the doctor, there were only like two or three more to take out. So How many did you now. have altogether? I had five. Wow. Are those your first stitches in your lifetime? Yes. Hmm. One less thing for never have I ever. Yes. Well, there's a good fun game. <laughs> I always win at the game, which is always a question whether or not it's winning. Because people are like, what a lame life. Because you haven't, there's so many things you haven't done. <laughs> yeah. I might play that tomorrow, Never Have I Ever, with my parent-ed group. It's pretty revealing. We're we're having a Christmas party. Maybe you could send me a short list of Never Have I Ever questions. No, no, they have to create them themselves. You go around in a circle and say, Never Have I Ever, whatever it is, and if you have done it, everyone else has to put a finger down, and you see who's left at the end. So you're trying to think of things that you have never done that other people probably would have done. And the way you count is on your hand? You start with ten fingers. Oh, okay. Never have I ever gone skiing. So if you've gone skiing, you put a finger down. Never have okay. I ever broken a limb. So if you've got broken a limb, gone down. And then you keep going. Oh, and then you have to delineate. Is it broken or is it sprained? And does sprained <laughs> count as broken or not? Does I it suppose have to so. Stick if you were going to be a crazy rule follower. Okay. Well, yes. That's the only way to play a game. <laughs> Uh, okay all right that's good never have i ever i'm totally playing that tomorrow (laughs) i'm writing that down right now that's going to be my offering to my class love it (laughs) all right so uh, continue with that you've been teaching your class what else has been going on in your life since thanksgiving uh we've done a little christmas decorating i hired two fabulous Christmas light hangers. They're 15 years old. Responsible 15 year olds available. They're exceptional on their female. Christmas services. Fabulous female. What's another F word? Fire starters. 
I don't know. I don't know if that should be what it is. Uh, anyway, Audrey and Julia, her friend, hung our lights, and it only took them about an hour. So they made a hundred dollars an hour plus a tip of twenty dollars because we oh were my generous. gosh, jeez. And um, and well, they have to come back to take them down, so then the price will go down to fifty dollars an hour. But still, that's not too bad. And uh, what's the so, thing is though, every other person you've hired, it's taken them like four hours, right? Yeah, and it did. It took them about four hours last year, but this is their second year doing it, and they made their own instructions, and they labeled everything, and took pictures, and it's pretty. They're awesome. amazing. And we were the first ones on the street to have them up. So we get the prize. Also, uh, I feel like that's a record for the record dolls. Yes. Uh, we had another record last night that we just achieved because we got our um, Christmas cards, which Audrey is the artist on the cover. Lovely. And um, we just needed her to be old enough to do all the things. Third Barnes, yep. man. Go, Audrey. And um, the we had a party last night where we pulled the little table into the den which was formerly the living room which became sorry which was formerly the dining room which became the living <laughs> be the dining room again right so right. that we could have a little dinner and then we put our christmas cards out we had our christmas letter and we folded them and stuffed them and addressed them and stamped them and labeled them all in one night while we were watching White Christmas. It was Okay, epic. Ellen sent me a snap of that and I'm very sad because you watched White Christmas without me. Well, we all we had a conversation that we will be watching it again because the grandparents are coming and they okay. will enjoy watching it with you and we will enjoy singing. Okay, I frankly good. will enjoy a sing-along at the Disney Concert Hall with White Christmas, but nobody else has signed up to go to with me on that. That's happening? Can we, we yes. should go to that. Well, it's happening on the 23rd, and I'm told that everybody will be tired on our 23rd. Oh. And nobody will be interested. I but feel I, like I'm interested. I would be interested, and I, I don't know if my mom and dad would be interested. I don't think they would. But I think it would be super fun because the think Disney Concert might. Hall is so gorgeous. And wait, it's the Disney Concert Hall. It's not the yeah. Hollywood Bowl. Oh, no, we should totally Disney Concert go. Hall. It's inside at the gorgeous Disney Concert Hall, and it is a sing along where they're going to have you know the karaoke words mm-hmm, popping up mm-hmm. on the screen below the screen. We should totally go to that. We I get think to it dress would be up. really fun. This is like. 100% better than the Sound of Music sing-along idea, which would be a whole bunch of drunk people at the Hollywood Bowl. This is in the Disney Concert Hall, where people have to be dressed up. It's an older movie that mostly old people will be going to, so you know it's going to be a great crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be fun. Although, I, you know what? I've heard really, I've heard people that went to the Disney, uh, to the Sound of Music sing-along really enjoyed it. Of course they did, but they were probably also drunk. No, no, no. Family people. Okay. The Paliados. Oh, really? Oh. Yes. Anyway, um, so that's my idea. We will watch it again. But the good news... Regardless, I'm very proud of you all for doing such efficient work on the letters, and I'm very happy to know that you didn't do it alone. Me too. On both counts. Mm -hmm. Totally. Uh, So those have been my main things. That have been going on here. Going through and... Um, oh, our garage is almost done. We started to move some things back into our True. garage. Oh, what that must be a great feeling. Well, it would be nice if we were getting rid of more things and we could actually use our garage more as a 
something different because there's still things on our driveway, but mm. we're we're moving. We're we're doing it and a little um, bit of time. Hopefully we'll we'll buy a little couch so we have a little seating area in there. Nice. Uh that's that's kind of one of our next things that we're thinking about doing. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm uh so we're making some moving some things around here. All right. Well, I love you so much, Ingrid Bear. I love you too, Mama. I give you a hug. Hug. Mm -hmm. High five. Thanks. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Hug and a High Five. Yep, thanks for listening. If you'd like to suggest a topic, ask us a question, or share your mom-daughter story, please email us at hugandahighfivepodcast at gmail.com. That's hugandahighfivepodcast at gmail.com. All words, hugandahighfivepodcast at gmail.com. Have a great week.